I got my miracle. 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 This is the place for miracles. There are some core beliefs that are unchangeable. There are core beliefs that are inside me that come from the Word of God, and they're non-negotiable. And the first one is, God is a good God. <laughs> Sounds so simple, doesn't it? It's so simple, it's profound. God is a good God. Say that with me. God is a good God. Say it one more time. God is a good God. Now, isn't that better than thinking that God is some type of ogre up in heaven waiting for you and for me to make a mistake so he could prove that we were wrong and we were no good? No, God is a good God and everything comes from Him. The Bible says, every good and perfect thing cometh from above. That's God. God is a good God. The second thing I want to share with you is, it's God's will for you to be well. 3 John 2 is one of my favorite scriptures in the Bible. Beloved, I wish above all things that you prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers. That's spiritually, that's physically, that's financially, that's emotionally, that's in your family, in your business, in your job, in your ministry, in your marriage, in all of your relationships, in every area of your life. God wants you to be well. Now, some people seem to have a problem with that. One man said to me, do you really believe it's God's will for me to be well, that I'm not just some worm down here on the earth waiting to die so I can curl up and, and vanish forever? No, I don't believe that at all. I believe that God wants you well. It's God's will. You're not a worm. You're not an accident going off somewhere to happen. You're not a figment of somebody's imagination. No, you are a creation of God. You were created, the Bible says, only a little bit lower than the angels. And you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. <laughs> you can do it. Philippians chapter 4, you can do all things through Him who strengthens you. Now, in your own strength, you can't do all things, but through Him, you can because it's His will for you to be well in every area of your life, to prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. So therefore, your prospering and your health is to be commensurate with your soul doing well, spiritually, physically, financially, every area of your life. So not only is God a good God, and not only is His will for you to be well, but God wants to multiply every seed that you sow. Now, farmers are the example. Farmers would be silly to go out into the field and plant a crop and not expect to harvest. You would say a farmer is, is, is silly if they were to spend all that money to plant seed in the ground and never ever expect to harvest. Of course they're expecting a harvest. They want to do well. Not only are they feeding people here and here as well as in some cases around the world, but also they are putting themselves into a position where they can receive back from the, the, the seed that they sowed to take care of their farm and take care of their family and their obligations. There is something special about a farmer. And my dad used to tell me that the happiest time in a farmer's life is at seed time because he knows that if he plants seed, harvest time is coming. And I thank God for that. I believe in the principles of sowing and reaping. 
sowing your love, sowing your time, sowing your money, sowing your prayers, sowing a good word, a smile, a pat on the back. I believe that everything that you do can be a seed. And you say, well, I've had some bad things happen to me. Well, welcome to the world. Welcome to being a, a card-carrying member of society. Yes, uh, bad things happen sometimes. And, and no one seems to, to be immune to it. The Apostle Paul, uh, who, who had an unbelievable knowledge of God and, and a direct line to God, and God spoke to him directly and gave us uh, two-thirds of the New Testament, yet wherever he went, bad things happened. People came after him. When you, when you serve God, the devil is not going to like it, especially if you're in the healing ministry or if you're in the prophetic ministry. If you're in those two arenas especially, Satan is going to come against you. I can't remember a time in my life. I can't remember a time in my family. I can't remember a time that I watched my father when he was on this earth where he wasn't opposed or where he wasn't opposed by the groups out there who don't want anything to do with God and don't want you to have anything to do with God. But I keep reminding them that God is a good God. He's a live God. He's a powerful God. He's not fallen off the throne. He's not dead. God is not dead. He's a live God. He's a good God and He shows Himself alive by many infallible proofs and witnesses. And it's His will for you to be well. And also, when you plant your seed, you have an innate right. You have a Bible right for Him to use that seed for His glory and then multiply it back. He said in Luke 6.38, When you give, I will give back to you good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. I believe that with all my heart. Those are, those are unchangeable tenets. You can't take that out of me. And then I believe in being obedient to God. I believe in doing what God said. The reason why we're involved in this greater works mission around the world, this greater works vision, is because God spoke it. And I'm going to obey. I want to be a part of, uh, uh, of populating heaven and plundering hell. I want to be a part of the end time harvest of souls. I want to be out there winning the lost to Christ in those underdeveloped nations, people out places out there in the bush, in the jungle, in the desert where they never heard the name of Jesus. I want to be a part of that. I want to be a part of winning those people to Christ. I at least want them to have an opportunity to hear the name of Jesus. Now, whether or not they make the decision, I can't be in control of, but I can be a part of helping them to hear the gospel of Jesus. I believe in obedience. And the Bible says, Samuel the prophet said, obedience is better than sacrifice. God is not looking for your sacrifice. He's looking for your obedience. And as my grandmother, uh, Claudius Priscilla Roberts, said to my dad, Oral, stay little in your own eyes. Be obedient to God, and you will bless the people. Well, learn how to obey God. Obey Him and stay little in your own eyes. Don't let your head get so big that you, you can't get through the door. That's very, very important. And then also, one more thing that's important. Learn how to forgive. I know some people who are, uh, I'd say in the golfing sense, two handicaps at holding grudges. <laughs> They're professionals. You know, I know people that are two handicaps at the buffet line, but I'm talking about uh, a professional grudge holder. Uh, don't be a grudge holder. Learn how to let people go. Realize that people are instruments, and it's probably not them anyway. It's, uh, it's some negative motivation that they have. Maybe they're against you, maybe they're against somebody else, but it just comes out against you. Learn how to forgive people. You say, well, Richard, you don't know what they did to me. Well, 
Believe me, I've had some people do things to me. I've had people lie against me. I've had them cheat me. I've had them write things about me that weren't true. I've had them say all kinds of unkind things. I've had them try to preach my funeral in advance. I mean, I've had people who've stood against me for years, but I've learned how to let them go. I was uh, in the office of uh, our family physician, and he looked at me and smiled and said, Richard, you just have a way of letting those things go. I said, that's right. You have one ear, and it can come in one ear and go right out the other on the other side. An ear on this side, and an ear on this side. But if you take it and let it come in one ear and let it lodge, if you let it go in and down, then it lodges in your heart. And the next thing you know, you've developed unforgiveness. Unforgiveness, Lindsay says, is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. Learn how to let things go. And when things like that are said to you, you got one ear as it comes in, you got another ear, let it go out. Learn how to forgive. Give those people to God. Look, if you could have handled the situation, you would have already done it, wouldn't you? Got you, don't it? I've got you. If you could handle it, you would have already taken care of it. But you can't handle it. You can't, you can't strike at them. Don't strike back. Vengeance belongs to God. One day my father and I were talking and I said, what about vengeance? And he said, Richard, the Bible says, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord, I will repay. And I said, well, Dad, I'd I just like to take it into my hands once. He said, no, 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 don't do that. I said, why? He said, because only God can absorb the punishment that vengeance brings. In other words, when you strike back at people, that multiplies, that comes back to you. He said, let them go. My, my dad was a professional at letting, for, letting unforgiveness go. And I've tried to be one as well. Let those things go. Let them go. Let those people go. Leave them in God's hands. Let God deal with them. Because as I said, if you could have dealt with them and won, you would have already done it. So let them go to God. Remember, God is good. He is innately good. He is always good. He is beautifully and magnificently good. He's a good God and He sent His Son to show us what He's like. And God loved you so much that He made His love an act of His giving by giving Jesus to go to the cross to cut a new covenant in His shed blood for the remission of sin and to have His back bloodied and striped that you and I might be healed. Thank God for redemption. Thank God for healing in every area of our lives. God is a good God. He wants you well in every area of your life. Only what you sow can He multiply back to you. Be obedient. Stay little in your own eyes and learn how to forgive. These are basics that I live my life by. I pray that you'll do the same. And you know what? If you will, then you'll have a complete attitude change in some areas of your life and you'll never ever be the same again. Thank you for tuning in to the Place for Miracles podcast. If you would like to receive prayer, call our Abundant Life Prayer Group at 918-495-7777 or go to oralroberts.com prayer. Our website also features uplifting articles, online Bible classes, books, and other resources to help build your faith in God. If you'd like to support the outreaches of the Oral Roberts Ministries, please go online to oralroberts.com to make your donation today.